Oh, shit. <laughs> shit, I got caught off guard. <laughs> Buddy Hackett over there. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I can't help it. Like, I woke up with my throat just full of phlegm. So I probably sound less than stellar today. I don't give a shit. Who Deal with you? it. Hoda Coffee. It took me way too long to think up that pun. <laughs> Welcome to Mouthy Broadcast, everyone. Hi, I'm Jenny. <laughs> I'm Lauren. Oh, we have an action-packed show today. <laughs> Me coughing up phlegm. <laughs> Hopefully uh, I'm not interrupted by any more cats like I was on Patreon. Same, same. Oh, let me turn my fan off. But if you were on Patreon, you get to see both of our cats' buttholes today. Many, many times. <laughs> many times. <laughs> From intense um, angles. Oh, one more thing. I know I said I was done talking about the haunt from you liar, Patreon, but I've, I just have one really awesome scare that <laughs> cracked me up last night that I just have to share. I was filling in for an actor where the um, line is open your eyes and <laughs> I, I pop out, do the scare, say open your eyes. And this kid goes open your booty hole. <laughs> And then there's another portion you pop out and it's like part of the line. It's depending on part of the script is like, you're beginning to feel the change already. So I popped out and I said, you're beginning to feel the change in your booty hole. <laughs> and they cracked up so hard because I scared them both times. Like, but their reaction is instead of just getting yeah. scared, they yell back open booty hole. <laughs> I mean, if I was walking through a haunted house and a ghost tells me they're going to open my booty hole, I might be kind of scared. So, Honestly, there's a another haunt. No tea, no shade. I won't name that haunt. Mm -hmm. um, and I did not actually witness this, but another group, uh, another group of friends went through just to check out other local haunts. And they were like, there, there was definitely no script because they were just popping out saying stuff. Like, I wonder if it's the one that George was telling me about because he uh, we'll talk about this off we'll the talk air. Off air, but somebody like popped out and was just like, I love tacos. <laughs> no, that's amazing. And then they said that there was this kid who like didn't even look like he was in costume, like he was just like in a white T-shirt and snuck up behind them and said, Arnold Schwarzenegger in Taco Boy 2. <laughs> Okay. They were just like, what? Okay. What is that? What this is, is this not haunt? the internet, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> this is not how things work. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. Speaking of which, uh, I have more news about the haunt that I'm doing this year. Yay, I'm actually, let's hear it. I'm actually really excited. I had no idea what I was doing for the costume. Uh, uh, George is actually releasing a book. He and his friend JT... JT Williams, I think. I don't have the book right in front of me, uh, but I'll post the link with the show notes and everything. So they're releasing a book of scary poems and stories and that kind of stuff. And I did the um, the, the book cover for it. Mm -hmm. So um, they're having a book release party this weekend or, you know, 
this coming weekend, I guess. And it's a costume party. So I'm like, with, you know, uh, Costa, what do you call it? Contest. Jesus Christ, I can't work, talk. Costume contest. Costume contest. Um, so I was like, what am I going to do? I don't want to just go to the stupid Halloween store, just pick up whatever. I want to come up with something really cool or at least something funny. Even if it's just lazy, I might just do like be the dude again or something like that or be like Arthur Dent or some shit and just put a robe on and carry mm -hmm. a towel or some dumb shit. All of a sudden I got inspired and I was like, I told him, I was like, do you want to know what it is? And he goes, I want to be surprised. And then I was like, no, wait, we're having the haunt meeting tonight, like where the, the actors are supposed to come out and he's going to tell us, like, give us a tour of it and everything. And we're going to pick our roles. And I was like. I think my costume could work in the haunt and I would love to do it. Cause if I'm going to put this much work into it, I want to do it for the costume party and the haunt. And I told him what it was and he's like, that's awesome. Let's do it. So I don't want to tell you cause I want to like, number one, I might not be able to do it as well as I expect. <laughs> and I want it to be a surprise for as many people as possible. So, um, and especially like if I'm going to do it at the haunt, like I want to sneak out and scare people and shit. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so we go to the haunt meeting, and he takes us on a tour of the place. And I had seen his backyard before, like as he's building it, like through different stages. But this was like probably the most complete I've seen it so far. And I'm like really fucking impressed that he's doing all this shit in his backyard. Um, I guess before he had used tents. Like, it just would decorate the inside of the tent. But um, last year, there was a hurricane, like, two days before Halloween and destroyed all of his stuff. Aww. Like, it just, the wind came in, lifted it up, and just fucked everything up. So this year, he's got um, eight-foot-tall posts in the ground, like, cemented into the ground. Wow. Um, with, like, black tarp in between it, and it's, like, a maze. I'm not giving away too much there. Like that's that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. So, so I went to the haunt meeting and it was it was pretty cool like but um I, I actually got really psyched about scaring. Like I think I was talking to you about how like I was kind of nervous about it. Um he doesn't have a script. He's just kind of like I just want everybody to just kind of go with the moment and improv or whatever. Um so that does make me a little bit nervous, but I think what I'm doing, I can be a little bit more like um, just spooky. I don't know how to describe it. Just like eerie, you know, I got to stop backing away from the mic. It's bad habit. <laughs> um, so I think I told you about this or I posted about it on Facebook or something. It's been a long fucking week, dude. Uh, I almost triggered a, a migraine on myself the other day the day of the fucking haunt meeting and i texted him like i might not be able to come because i'm an idiot <laughs> like I, I, I don't know i've i get migraines occasionally and i think mm -hmm. it it's almost always triggered by like heavy perfumes like there's a couple people at work that would wear some like cheap shit that my body does not like the stuff i'm wearing was not cheap necessarily but it was just a very, I picked up the wrong bottle. Basically I have, it's the, all those little samples that I yeah. like, that I got or last year. 
I picked up the one. I was trying to be cool and like, I'm going to go to the haunt meeting and wear my cemetery moss perfume. And I just took it and was like, duh, 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 uh, 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 all over my face. Like I put it everywhere. And then I realized, like, I don't know why it took me so long to realize this, but I had put on the rose scented one. So it's this like real powerful floral scent not the earthy musky yeah yeah you know like rain smell or whatever and and rose is like to me rose is a very distinct old lady scent mm -hmm. <laughs> no it really is i mean one of the things i like about it is that it kind of reminds me of like a grandma or something like but in a good way like it's it's well, like you went back in time it's very, subtly it's very pretty like i love rose scented soap and and things like that but whenever i've had like a rose body lotion or perfume i'm always like too much yeah for me. this too one much, is yeah. very um this one's very natural and it has some other stuff in it like it has like a little bit of musk and it has a little bit of sweetness in it so there's other scents that are like balancing out and it's not just like you know just like you're saying that that cheap rose artificial yeah. smell um this is all from that black baccara oils or whatever mm -hmm. Um, so anyways, uh, I guess long story short on that, like I put it up on Facebook and somebody was like, um, first of all, I'm dumb. I didn't even think about washing it off until like Scott mentioned it to me. He's like, did you, I mean, I guess it doesn't work to wash it off. And I'm like, oh, let me try that. It does. <laughs> but it didn't. It's that's the sad thing. Oh. Um, somebody suggested using rubbing alcohol or hand sanitizer and now oh. everybody, everybody has that laying around uh, well it helps to like dis dissipate the the oils and stuff but still, so like that heavy alcohol smell would be hard like if you're just like rubbing alcohol all over your arms and your neck everywhere where you put it <laughs> then i would just smell like rubbing alcohol right like ugh, that well i did i did the hand sanitizer and it wasn't that bad oh, that's um good. But it also didn't work great, but I did it like five times. I was like, okay, okay, here we go. Let's try it. But I think the biggest thing was like, I was in my office, which is a tiny little, like it basically is a closet. They threw me in the closet and I'm just like fucking hot boxing my own perfume all day. <laughs> perfume. Um, I put the fan on and everything. I would go outside and take, you know, fresh air breaks fucking nothing was working until I actually left work. I just left work a little bit early. I was like, it's fine. I'll just go out. By that time, I had thought about what my costume idea was. I'm going to hit thrift stores and start picking up pieces. And I found like, I found the perfect thing. Like, it's a little bit too big. I don't give a shit. I'm going to either sew it or I'll just put a belt around it or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it was literally brand cinch new. It. Yeah. Cinch it. Cinch that waist. Um, literally brand new still has the tags on it for like $12 and I'm like oh nice oh shit all right all right I think I can pull this off even if I do like kind of a half-assed way to do the makeup and prosthetics and stuff that I want to do I think I can do it and it's still gonna be cool as shit you know what I mean so I'm excited I'm excited hey. uh I get to scare kids <laughs> <laughs> For me, it's scaring the grown-ups. That's fun. Or the um, rotten teenagers. Well, I think this is basically going to be mostly kids because yeah, it's like yeah. just on Halloween and it's just a free backyard haunt yeah, kind of deal. Going through the haunt. Yeah, yeah. That'll be good. 
uh <laughs> sorry like it's really kind of bad um the other exciting thing that we did we could go ahead and talk about this we did yes. a big session of bell and dubs on saturday i'm so happy that i got to be there for it i and am it too felt really good it was really fun yeah yeah that the first episode i i think is one of my favorites still um Ben couldn't find the script because I had sent it to him in January when we wrote it. <laughs> I had trouble finding it too, only because I'm bad at navigating Google Drive. Mm -hmm. Like, and it doesn't organize things the way you expect it to. Yeah. And then just... I couldn't remember, like I was looking for the whole folder because I know there was a full folder, but the folder's not titled Bell and Dubs. Yes. And then, I, <laughs> but then once I remembered the episode format, I was like, I think it's just S3 and then the episode number. And then once I did that, I was able to find it. But you but did find like, it. I did find and it. And we recorded it. Uh, we mm -hmm. had Chris Rowley. We had Chris Otto. We had Justin, Haley, Ben. Scott did the additional voices. Um, it was a good fucking time. I like um, Scott's additional voices. I, I wish he would just have one of those roles. <laughs> Yes. Or maybe two. Of them. Well, some of them, some of them he's actually doing. And if oh, some good. people don't show up, then, I, then he's probably going to yeah. do it. He's probably going to do it. Yeah. Listen to this. I got to give props to uh, Chris Rowley, who I, I invited him to the thing last week. You know, it was kind of like a last minute thing because Haley was on her honeymoon and I didn't want to bother her. But at the same time, like I want to start scheduling these recordings and it needs to be on a day that she can be there because she's kind of crucial to the show. Yes. Um, so I said, I think we can do Saturday. I messaged Chris on, on like Monday and I said, hey, can you do Saturday afternoon? He doesn't respond. Like I give him a couple days and I was like, if you're anything like me, you probably saw something shiny and got distracted and forgot to reply. He's like, yeah yeah i mean all my friends we all understand each other um he's like i love it when like i go to be like so and so never texted me back and i open up the text feed and like i have text in there that never sent i forgot yes. to hit send yep <laughs> like <laughs> yes so he says yes i can do it and then i look in the script and i realize i've never even sent him the script i've never even told him what he's doing he's just i'm in I don't care what you're fucking doing. I'm in. <laughs> I'm in to do some dumb voices this weekend. I mean, that's MVP status, that you know? That sure is. <laughs> He's just fucking ready to go. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. And I can't wait till the next one. It's a pain in the ass to schedule these things, but right. the payoff right. is there. Mm -hmm. I think it's it reminds me of, like, some of what you're saying about... Um, doing the haunt and being like the actor manager like and that's kind of the role i'm in now is like herding the cats and getting all this shit together and like you were you and chris roley both were on a very strict time crunch and he right. he was like actually on a stricter time limit than right. you were um and and honestly i, I probably should have tapped out sooner than i did but <laughs> i was having too much fun i was like i can stay another 20 minutes sure like right right he's like no i really do need to go so. yeah i mean yeah he had to go pick up his kid you don't want to leave your kids sitting around right for right, something right, right. for you to be pick them up <laughs> um so i mean it, it worked out great and i, I yeah i can't wait for the next one because holy shit <laughs> recording is so much fun it's so much fun and it, the payoff is great so yeah 
Yeah. So I'm excited to continue it. Yeah. Um, so also this week, I finally gave up and started watching Squid Game. Have I you just seen this? I have. Um, actually, we were just watching it um, earlier. We had started episode one, or I, Matt and uh, Chris watched episode one without me. And Matt was out of town this week, and he was like, your homework while I'm gone is to watch episode one of Squid Game. We just started episode two, mm-hmm. um, but then we didn't finish it because it was time to record. Yes. Well, <laughs> but we're like I'll, this close to the I'll end tell of you, episode, episode two. two is a little bit slower, uh-huh. but then uh, we watched episode three, and mm-hmm. all of a sudden I was like fully hooked. Well, like and that's fully the thing. fucking I, hooked. I, like, it's I like so intense. how they did it because you usually get a lot of exposition in an episode one of any story. Mm-hmm. And episode two is where all the exposition is. Yes. Episode and, one is really like great and intense and it hooks you right away. And then episode two is like, um, you know, like, okay, let's explain why all the characters are in the situation that they're right. in. But yeah. by episode three, they're hitting this level of intensity that I cannot remember ever or I can't remember really the last time I've been this hooked on yeah. a show. Like it actually reminded me of like, back in the day when we were watching like 24 and lost Mm -hmm. and we had it we were catching up on like dvds like this was when netflix had dvds like we it was one o'clock in the morning and i was literally like holding my eyes open and they ended on a cliffhanger and i was like no we gotta just watch like the first five minutes and i'm like i am so fucking tired but i need (laughs) to see this holy shit (laughs) Uh, something happened in the middle of episode two and I called like I called what was about to happen, but it was still it wasn't like it was predictable. Yeah, it was just shown in a really good way mm-hmm. and they demonstrated it perfectly. I'll I don't want to spoil anything yeah, yeah, for yeah. anybody about the show. It's much better <clears throat> to just go into it blind. Yeah, but I was like, you know, this and blah, blah, blah. Here's what and Matt like just looked at the TV and was shaking his head and he was like, this is the best written show on television. Yeah, it's like, really it's, good. It's really intense. And the intensity um the first episode um it reminded me of uncut gems i don't know if you okay. ever got to see that that Adam i i heard that it was causing people to actually have panic attacks so i didn't do it girl <laughs> i had to tap out on that movie but i think a big problem with with that was the high intensity screaming in new york accents I think it triggered something uh, primal in me from childhood where (laughs) I couldn't sit through it anymore, where it it really did like hurt me so much. Um, And I've heard that Uncut Gems was like at 100 the entire time where Squid Game has the peaks and valleys so you get a break from the intensity. Yeah, yeah, I'll agree with that. But also I think that there's a little um, like, yes, I think that's the main thing is that uh, Uncut Gems was just definitely at 100 constantly and it but it was that same kind of like where you're watching for the first episode at least you're watching the main character make these decisions and dig himself further into a hole and just you know what is going to happen and you're just like stop yeah you're doing this right. <laughs> yes stop, stop just it go get the chicken just go get the fucking chicken what are you doing <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I guess that's a spoiler. I don't know. 
no, no, you're fine. You're fine. <laughs> but, uh, but that, um, yes, that, that feeling is like, oh, and it's, uh, I think that's probably why, like, when I told you, hey, I'm definitely not going back to sleep was because as soon as we turned on Squid Game oh, at yeah. 945, I was like, well, here comes I, my heart rate. <laughs> I was actually debating, like, when you texted me this morning, like, hey, can we record a little bit earlier? I was like, oh, this is good because now it's going to keep me from watching an episode. Because I was like, <laughs> I could just sit here and have breakfast and watch an episode. And I was like, but if I watch an episode, I'm going to finish the series. Right. At right. this point, I'm on, like, episode four five i don't remember where we left be like hey let's just cancel the show this week <laughs> yes i got squid game <laughs> it's it's really bad like uh, yeah um i i i was shocked because like usually when everybody's like overhyping something like i i heard nothing but people hyping this show for like mm -hmm. a fucking week fortunately i haven't been on social media enough to like yeah me get too. sick of it <laughs> Thanks for closing for a day, Facebook. That was fun. That was, yes, that was actually great. See, we do talk about current events. <laughs> uh, I've been carpooling with a couple actors to the haunt and like they got in my car last night and they were like, oh, we were watching Squid Game before you picked us up. And I'm like, stop. I've only seen episode one. Please don't say anything. Right. They're like, okay, okay, we'll be quiet. We'll be quiet, promise. <laughs> but then they're in like a little Discord and they're like, oh, so-and-so just finished Squid Game. Me and him are going to talk about it in Discord. Okay, talk about it in Discord. Shut, Shut your, your mouth fucking mouth. Life. Yes. <laughs> so then uh, this morning, you know, when we were eating breakfast and Matt's like, let's watch a show. What do you want to watch? And I was like, it's got to be Squid Game. Because yeah. it's spoiled for me. I got to Yeah. 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 It's mm. so fucking good. I mean, but if you guys haven't watched Only Murders in the Building. I still haven't watched that. No. <laughs> I Look, look. We're going to get there. We're going to get there. <laughs> We're caught up on Ted Lasso now. Okay. I haven't but watched that another, at all. That's not going to happen. Yeah, it's probably <laughs> not going to happen. It's cool. I don't, but you know what? I don't think Ted Lasso is ever going to get spoiled for you. Ted Lasso is not. not. Ted Lasso is not going anywhere. And it's, uh, only murders in the building has the podcasting aspect and it has yeah. the true crime parody aspect oh, and God. like it's all for me it's i for me. yes there was a moment that i cracked up and i was like i need to screenshot that and post it under mouthy broadcast i'm gonna go back and do it i just i've been too busy and or lazy <laughs> or watching squid game <laughs> <laughs> um oh man but I yeah had, i just had to talk about that it's so many stupid fucking errands to try to run this week and I didn't get to half of them. Do you know this fucking shit? I got to the pharmacy on Sunday. Yes, it was definitely Sunday. I had all these stupid errands to run to. I was like, I, this is the last thing that I could possibly check off. Um, and you know what? I'm just going to call out this pharmacy by name. I don't even care. What are they going to do? Sue us? This is a real story that happened. In They'd the have to life. listen. Yeah, that's right. They'd have to listen to it. Giant pharmacy. Okay. Giant food is a grocery store. Giant and bunch they, of dickheads. They sure fucking are. So the giant pharmacy, we had switched over one of uh, the family prescriptions to giant because uh, it was one that 
uh, when I hadn't met the insurance deductible yet, it was a bigger, uh, it had a larger coinsurance amount. And actually, we're, he's not even on that medication anymore. So we can totally switch back to the 24 hour CVS, which, yeah, although it's CVS and they're kind of dickheads too, at least it's 24 hours and they have a drive through. Yes. Convenience so, is a bonus point. Yeah. So I had, <laughs> I had uh, put in the prescription refill request on the app on Friday afternoon. So I knew I was like, hmm, this probably needs doctor authorization. Chances are slim. It'll be ready this weekend, but we'll try anyway. On Sunday, they close at six o'clock. I ran into Giant at 550. All right. I run back to the pharmacy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. One dude working there. Tremendous douche haircut. Oh, tremendous no. douche necklace. Um, so the hair court, a haircut was kind of like kind of a pompadour-ish, you know, definitely uses a lot of pomade in it, mm -hmm. but like kind of kind of quaffed, you know. Okay, okay. Um, like kind of hipstery. No. More okay. Like more retro. More shit you, you re retro, but shit bag and douchey. Okay. Like okay. borderline redneck. Ew. Like he like he grew up redneck, but now he's trying to look retro hipster. Ah, gotcha. Gotcha. He's a little it's in a tiny ponytail in the back. <laughs> very tiny. Like I want to like, draw a picture of this dude. Like reminiscent. Oh, okay. I, yes, let's get the composite, the the sketch. What uh -huh. do they call it? The criminal people. What the fuck is that called? The drawer guy, policeman. <laughs> I think that's the technical term for it. <laughs> Can I get a police composite sketch on this? What the fuck is it called? I think you just said it. It's okay. fine. Composite sketch. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Fucking little like rat tail ponytail. Like, mm -hmm. like in the late 80s when kids were like, I'm going to grow a rat tail. And they had like yes. an inch of hair. And he has like a teeny little rubber band around it. Oh my God. Should I say his name? Tell us his name. Kyle. Of course it's Kyle. He's back there chugging monsters and punching holes in the drywall. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, here's what Kyle Tell the old lady to, to shut her fucking mouth. I, I gave enough buildup, but I assure you, this is good. This is... I think we needed to, to have the scene painted. You for need us. to have the scene painted. So I run up and I'm, I'm in a mask because I'm in a grocery store and I don't fucking trust people. Okay. And I get to the pharmacy counter and he's like, picking up I'm like, yes, prescription for so-and-so. And he looks in the drawer and just like, shakes his head. Not ready. What? Yeah. It's, it's not ready, but he just like shakes his head like very subtly instead of saying like, I'm sorry, it's not ready yet. Not ready. Customer service skills on point. Right. And he like goes to the computer and moves the mouse, but does not type anything, just moves the mouse. And I said, oh, is it still waiting on the doctor's authorization? And he just like kind of does like a little head bobble, like not a yes, not a no. Acts he's like way he's, too cool to be bothered by your fucking questions. Acts like he's looking at it on the computer, but has clearly not typed in enough letters to get a name to come up mm -hmm. and see what's going on. And I was just like, 
okay, I guess I'll check back tomorrow then. And he goes, tomorrow's Monday. It's the worst possible time for you to check on it. I won't even have enough time to breathe on Monday. Okay. So I go, <laughs> all right. I'm not kidding. I'm totally serious. What the, the most, fuck with this dude? The most suicides are committed on Mondays. Uh, okay. Okay, have a great day. I, I mean, I can do it right here, right in front of you right now, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a goddamn knife. <laughs> like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> so Matt said I should complain. He's like, you need to call Giant and complain. You need to complain to the store manager because that's just completely inappropriate. But like, what? None of that information was relevant to your question, <laughs> which is when can I get my fucking prescription? When can I get this sorry, perhaps sorry. mental health prescription <laughs> since you're so concerned about it suicide? Was, it was 100% an antidepressant that I was trying to pick up. Way to fucking read the room, family. asshole. <laughs> wow. Yes. Wow. Yeah. You should absolutely just be like, hey, you know what? This dude is so, so concerned about the suicides that haven't happened yet. I another left, day i left really upset like i was i was really upset with him like what the hell how that why'd that guy just do that that was really fucked up that was really messed up like i have a good story to tell now but i right. actually left like kind of shaken and like when i told matt he was like fuck that guy i hope there's one more suicide tomorrow him like <laughs> <laughs> you know what i agree with matt on this one <laughs> So no, I'm that's gonna, terrible. I shouldn't say that. I mean, it's it's terrible to say that. But also, I mean, you know, like, what the hell is wrong with you? Why are you just acting that way to somebody just trying to pick up a medicine? And it's, not, I mean, I wasn't being a Karen. It's not like I was like, you need to tell me when it's going to be ready. I was totally, like, happy and like, okay, I understand. It probably yeah. still needs doctor's authorization. And, I mean, maybe it was at the end of the day and that's why he didn't want to check, which, again, I get it. I work a nine to five yes. job and want to cut out on the clock too, but you could say, yes, it, it should be ready tomorrow. If you like, you can call us. Or even if he said like, Oh, we get deliveries of whatever, you know, from the, this manufacturer on Tuesdays. So it probably won't be ready until then. Yeah. Just he fucking lied. He could have lied to me and said it wouldn't be ready till Tuesday. If he didn't want me to come in on Monday, that would have been fine. You know what? I still would have come in on Monday. Cause that's exactly what I did. Cause I knew it would be ready Monday. Was he still what? there? Yes. Oh, shit. And this is the first I've been to the going to this pharmacy for like over a year. Mm -hmm. And I I know all the other people who work there. I know the old white lady. I think her name's Barbara. She's got an attitude, but I think it's mostly related to COVID. So I think I it's because her, her name is Barbara. There's a lovely Indian woman who I love. I don't know her name, but every time she's there, I'm very happy to see her. And then there is um, uh, an African gentleman Again, I don't know his name. Um, and Barbara's not that woman's real name either. I just made it up because it's a ger generic white lady name. It's, and it's not appropriate to make up names for Indian or African people. And I understand they're, that. They're all Barbara. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Barbara, the Nigerian who's filling the prescription. I don't know that he's from Nigeria. I don't. I know he's from Africa. And he's usually behind the counter doing the stuff. He's not usually up at the sales desk. Uh, 
I'm using the wrong terminology, whatever. All these other people I have no problem with. Mm-hmm. Even the eye rolling Barbara, like she literally would like roll her eyes so hard. It looks like her head's going to spin off. And that was happening because she was having trouble hearing me through the mask and the uh, face the shield. Plexiglass. The yeah. yeah. Like I'd be like, she'd be like, how do you spell your name? And I would say it and she would hear the wrong letter every time for every yes. letter in the name. She heard the wrong letter. And I'd be like, no. And like, I was like sign languaging to her. I didn't know if that helped or not, but she literally rolled her eyes like. <sighs> <laughs> like she has well, to do a wind up. <laughs> like body roll to roll her eyes and then move to the next drawer to get to the right letter. Um, but anyway, all of those people. And like I said, even that one, that one lady who clearly hates me, mm-hmm. um, I've never felt the need to complain about her because I understood most of the time when I saw her was mid COVID and I understand, Hey, you're a pharmacist in COVID. I get it. It sucks. Right. I love you. And I appreciate you, but this dude, get the fuck over yourself for real. And I did go in Monday and he was working and he was the only one working and he did not say anything to me about suicide or not having time to breathe. And there was nobody in line before me or behind me. Mm-hmm. He handed me my prescription. I paid my money and I left. Wow. So, but on it, but I didn't realize, like I knew it upset me when I left, but I didn't realize how much it upset me until I got there and saw him. Right. And I actually was like, I'm not ready to buy your triggered prescription. I, I felt a little like uneasy. Like I was like, I'm going to wait. I'm going to go do a little shopping and then come back. I need to psych myself up to be able to face him. Yeah. Yeah. So do you think that his like he actually had the prescription the day before and he just didn't feel like doing it? No, no, I don't think it was ready. OK, I, be- I believe him that it wasn't ready because he opened the drawer. He looked and just went, it's not ready. <laughs> and I know it did need doctor's authorization. And I put the request in late Friday afternoon. So I was like, oh, well, okay. the chances that they get the authorization done on Friday afternoon. Gotcha. Yeah. But it's just a matter of basically like the, I don't know if it's the insurance company or the pharmacy basically just sends a message. It's probably done all through email now. And it's probably automated, sends a message to the doctor's office and they probably just click a button, Mm -hmm. you know? So I knew like the doctor's office just had to be open to click. Yes, we authorize it. Right, 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 right. So, (sighs) yeah. Fucking Kyle. Yeah, fucking Kyle, man. (laughs) I don't have any more good Karen stories. <laughs> I was going to talk about the Tim Burton thing. Well, let's just go ahead and talk about it. Fuck yeah, it. Yeah. Tell me about it. I, I heard that um, Tim Burton was getting canceled and I'm like, I'm not ready for this. I ignored it for a minute. <laughs> I don't, I haven't heard any of this because I haven't. Yeah. You have, you yeah. have to film me in. So I ignored it for a couple of days and then I saw another friend post about it and I was like, okay, I need to look into this. And I was actually kind of confused for a minute because um, all the news I was finding about this was like really fucking old, like from five years ago old. And all of a sudden now people are just starting to talk about it. So I'm, I'm kind of like, that's the only part of this whole thing that really kind of annoys me because it's like, if you cared about this shit, why didn't you care about it five years ago? Right. You know? Um, so basically the thing was that people have been calling him out for not having um, a diverse enough cast in his movies. 
Okay. Which is absolutely accurate. You know, um, I think the, the aesthetic he's always gone for is like very pale and gothy and whatever. And, and that's kind of what he tried to justify it as like, I'm going for a certain type of look, blah, blah, blah. But then when he did, um, this is this is why it's so old because this was like a reaction to when he came out with Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children. Okay. Which I never bothered to see, whatever. Meaning. Um the the villain was Sam Jackson. Oh. So all of a sudden you put a black person in your movie and it's the villain. Uh, now, now you see a need for it. Now you have a call for a villain. Or now you have a call for a person who's not quite and you decide to, decide to cast them as the villain. Um, and so people had interviewed him and he kind of just kept digging himself in further. It's kind of like reading the articles about it. It's like Squid Game with like watching the character dig himself in. Um, like he says, you know, people are just talking about these things more. Either things, things either call for things or they don't, meaning people that are not white in his movies so right there i feel like you need to examine why you feel like your movies only need white people in it right you know just saying i'm going for a certain aesthetic and people of color don't fit that aesthetic is fucked up right he didn't even (laughs) say that like i'm trying to like interpolate what that that statement is the other thing even if we look at like like when Tim Burton first started, you know, exploding on the scene would have been late 80s and then did a lot of stuff throughout the 90s. And diversity wasn't pushed for as much in Hollywood. Right. And they were actually pushing for, we want these actors who are known and well-known and who are going to open a big movie. So, they, you know, they were wanting, and that would be more Hollywood itself, even more so than the director's choices of having you know, a mm-hmm. less diverse cast. Right, right. Because they wanted these people that they thought were going to be successful without, you know, considering other factors. Right, right. And um, the reason why they were more successful is because, you know, fucking white patriarchy right. was keeping them there. Right. <laughs> you know, is, but that's just how things have always been. So right. If you were to look at it like that and say, and him say, well, you know, we didn't, I, I wasn't given the opportunity to cast more diverse roles and i you know um i mean he uh, you know like, i'll consider it in the future right know? he doesn't like, really even was, diverse his his white cast it's always fucking johnny depp and whatever and woman Helena he's Bonham banging carter <laughs> yeah right. well back in the day it was always winona Ryder. right and it became helena bottom carter yeah that's why i said so, whoever he's banging whoever at the time banging. yeah because yeah. it was um for a minute there it was that other woman um was it like lisa marie or something like that she was the woman in mars attacks the the alien woman that was his woman at the time oh okay yeah so there was like she was in between winona Ryder and uh helena bottom carter yeah so this is the quote that really was like Dude, what the fuck? Come on. Okay, so he says, I remember back when I was a child watching the Brady Bunch and they started to get all politically correct. Like, okay, let's have an Asian child and a black. What? What? <laughs> I used to get more offended by that than just, I grew up watching black exploitation movies, right? I said, that's great. I didn't go like, okay, there should be more white people in these movies. But that's not the same argument. Right. 
Number one. First of all, I don't remember an Asian child or a black child on the Brady Bunch. I think it was like a token. Oh, here's we adopted this child for the weekend or something. And like, I only remember cousin Oliver. I didn't watch the Brady Bunch, so I can't even front like, (laughs) but like the the fucking Brady Bunch should not be your marker of diversity. And you shouldn't consider that (laughs) they were getting politically correct. That's not politically correct. Diversity (laughs) and political correctness, which isn't even a fucking phrase anymore. Get out of the goddamn 90s, Tim Burton. Right. (laughs) I mean, and even if, okay, so let's, let's assume for a second, even if that what he said is correct. Like they had just these token characters that were kind of pushed into the script for no apparent reason. It's again, white patriarchy, like saying, we don't know how to deal with these characters, but we know that we need them because we're supposed to be pushing diversity. And this was the seventies and they didn't hire Asian and black writers to make these characters have more depth or to give them more meaning. So that's why like, the fucking Brady Bunch should not be your. This is what I'm. This is what I'm striving towards. Yeah, do not strive for, for diversity. The Brady Bunch. Yeah. <laughs> and then black exploitation movies is his cop out, right? Which the whole reason that black exploitation movies exist is, is because, because of the white patriarchy controlling Hollywood. Exactly. <sighs> Say like, it with us, folks. <laughs> <laughs> I just, so I don't know, like, I I still have a problem with, like, this becoming a problem now, and I'm not going to stop watching Batman 1989 because Tim Burton is a idiot. Yeah. You know? Well, I mean, Billy D. Williams was Harvey Dent. See, there you go. He's diverse all along. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) <laughs> point proven he cast a black person in the 80s <laughs> your move libtards cancel him now i i gotta say something on this though i am just so like i'm not a fan of cancel culture because mm-hmm. people do need to have the opportunity to explore their mistakes and change and grow and evolve i hate it when people just keep doubling down yes like just say just even if you're not ready to act on it you can say i didn't realize everybody was so concerned with this yeah i'm gonna look into ways to diversify my next movie and you know what you're fucking tim burton yes you you are just rolling in a bet of money (laughs) hire a few people to give you some ideas Work with a different writing team. Yes. Mix up your casting agency. You know, like you can, you can figure it out. Yes. Like, you know, it's like evolve a little bit. It's not the right. 1970s anymore. Yeah. Just grow. Just look at it. When somebody criticizes you, unless it's just an outright nasty insult, you should always look at it as find some form of construction in that criticism. Right. How can I no. improve from this? How, How can, can I, I grow? This? Like if this is like, oh, I'm being racist on my podcast. Okay, let me think about that. You know what? I was racist on my podcast. I'll do better. Right. <laughs> Are we talking about ourselves now? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Let's not talk about that. 
Listen, I'm, like I was racist against Kyle, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's white. It's fine. Yeah. I recently went back through all the 300, almost 300 episodes of Mouthy Broadcast and looked Damn. at it. And I was just like, hard, I, don't, man. I don't know how we had so many listeners back in the day. <laughs> When we were just drunk and just sharing one microphone in the center of the room, like the most horrible audio quality possible. Or no mic Why? stands, holding the mics with our hand and then talking with her. It was a lot of this happening. You know what? That's not any better. <laughs> Let me move it around. That's what I was. Yeah, that's what I was doing. The, I was demonstrating how it gotcha. sounded because gotcha. there was no mic stands and people were holding the mic, but then talking with their hands. Oh, and it's always fun when somebody slaps the table too, and you, when even when you do have the mic stand and you get the yeah, like, or this thing. <laughs> you mean like how I was just doing like just a couple of months ago? Like when you hear people on the when you when like you know you're listening to a podcast and you just hear this. <laughs> Turn your game down, oh, motherfucker! Shit, what did I just do? what we need to end this before something else happens i almost disconnected the zoom call i minimized <laughs> all the windows and i was like oh no yeah we definitely need to stop for a stupid bit we're done <laughs> i mean if it's funny then there you go i i mean i hope everybody heard what i was doing there i yeah they, they it's fine <laughs> okay we're mouthy broadcast everybody thanks for listening we're at mouthybroadcast.com for now Spoiler warning, um, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Patreon at Mouthy Broadcast. And you can call us at 757-541-CUNT. Please do call us. Just cuss us out for no yeah, reason. give us a call. Hey, Kyle. Call us. Kyle, how about you call? <laughs> See you next Tuesday, motherfuckers. titties are so sweaty right now like i can't even same. do with them oh gross. same i just washed my bras because they had actual boob sweat stains yeah i've been washing my bras more often even the brand new one what? i got i it's, it's already stained with boob smell oh no i don't know what to do like it's literally just airing out right now this is the longest tag ever <laughs> i was like it smells like a cat peed on my armpits it's terrible it's really fucking oh, terrible. That is a really bad ad for the Lumi deodorant, too. <laughs> Look, I might be switching. I'll be honest with you. I got to go pee. Okay. <laughs>